Radio Genlyd sender i samarbejde med Kai. Radio Genlyd sender i samarbejde med Kai. Radio Genlyd sender i samarbejde med Kai. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Wake Up Sheeple. Again, a bit of a skeleton crew here, guys, but I've been really, really excited for this episode. As have I. Have you been excited for yeah, this episode? Yeah, I have. I, I mean, you and Rasmus have both been tooting whoa, their little whoa, horns. Don't give, don't give away who's here. Don't give <laughs> oh, away. sorry. So, there's we've got four guests today. Just three of us on mic, though. The, uh, excuse those door noises. <laughs> so, Emma... You've uh, made yourself known. Hello. Hello, how are you? Good. You're good? Yeah. Yeah? What's been going on with you this week? You're Uh, a busy woman. You stay busy. Not much. Just project working, doing applications and things. Oh, yeah. The use. You apply yourself. The use. Yeah. (laughs) Who's that guest number two? Oh, I don't know. It might be Introduce yourself me. in 34 words or less. Okie dokie, my name is Erasmus. I discover, I discover, I see the truth. I see the truth behind the curtain, curtain and I, I delve into it and I, I tell all the people about all, excuse me, all the sheeple about it. I like that you get more Danish whenever you hear I have a strong like for you getting more Danish. Oh, yeah. So, oh, that was 34 words exactly as well. So <laughs> Once again, once just, again, the word counter prevails. Just giving you, I, I'd like to give that introduction a 34 out of 34. Oh, thank you. Oh, give us, give us some of your bona fides. My bona fides? No, what, uh, what, what previous discoveries have you made in well, the podcast, season one? I made a pretty, um, pretty startling discovery that internet is isn't really waves being beamed all over the country. It's actually mosquitoes carrying data in their little data pouches, <laughs> also known as their little bodies. That's a really interesting theory. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Again, you. listen to season one of Wake Up Sheeple, which is available solely on my Google Drive. <laughs> I think. Wait, where did the rest of it go? Send us an email with your address. We'll send you a handwritten (laughs) note with a link for the Google Drive. (laughs) Get in contact with our Facebook page. That's right. We have a Facebook page. Wake up, sheeple. We'll set up an auto reply. Yeah, Yeah. it doesn't have an auto reply. We'll write one. Anyway, as as Rasmus said, our job, ladies and gentlemen, is to educate you, the listener. And we're so. Oh, we didn't mention guest number four. Guest number four. Would you like to introduce yourself? Roof, roof. <laughs> we brought that Stella, Stella today. Rasmus's mummy's dog. Yeah, yeah. She's... Stella's a beautiful little black and white number. She's an, uh, <laughs> she's an intelligent being. She's an intelligent being. Yeah. Has, yeah. has Stella brought any conspiracy theories here for us tonight? Uh, no, but her mouth is for sure open, so I think it's <laughs> it's leaking info. It is leaking info. I brought her as an example for all of us to keep our nose to the ground. Yeah, well, as as long as her mind is open, Rasmus, because that's the one thing we encourage here. You know, I think that dogs are actually underestimated as sources for conspiracy theories, because dogs are always kind of there, and you think they're not intelligent. But you know what? Their ears are always open, and when I see them, their mouths are always open, so they're <laughs> They're leaking that info. They're leaking that info. Watergate stepped down. Sleep <laughs> by Nixon's dog. There was a kids sure. movie that really scared me when I was younger called Cats and Dogs. And it was like the cats were like evil and they were like controlling the world and the dogs like... Oh, yes. 
Yes. Yeah, that movie was yeah. like pretty scary. All dog goes. To, all dogs go to heaven. No, I can't quote it. It okay. didn't make that much of a lasting impact <laughs> on my childhood. It's not. I'm not sure. It's not Friends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys. Anyway, we're going to launch straight into the into the knowledge sharing this week. Oh, Rasmus, you're back, and you're. I'm back. I to... haven't been here for a while. I haven't been live yet. I'm yeah. live this time. Yeah. I haven't been live before. I've only been podcasting, which this is more real. This is more naked. I feel naked. <laughs> I actually know wearing pants. <laughs> and we're all thankful for that. <laughs> <laughs> Very thankful. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be back. I'm thrilled so, for your idea. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, bud, what's the uh, what's the knowledge you've brought this week for us? Wait, well, can you do a little more talking? I'll pull up. Yeah, I'll pull sorry, up my, I thought we were already I, we were already mentioning so, that we were kind of heading that direction. I, That's all right, Rasmus. It's, I, it's his first show back. He's still not completely in the swing. I of need live to pull radio. up my Google Doc with my pitch. Okay. Okay. Wait. Hold on. I always have a Google Doc, and no, then I copy it to my. I'll notes. tell you this much. I actually go it's, fully from the mind. Yeah. Oh. Anyone was wondering. That's why I don't sound very prepared. I'll tell you this much. It's gonna be bananas. Oh, it's completely God, bananas. No. Oh my god. Anyways, guys, let me break into it like this. And for all the listeners as well. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen gentlemen. I'm here today to with to share with you a truth. An inconvenient truth? Yeah. But one we must acknowledge to finally make a change. For years now, gun violence statistics have sort. Guns are everywhere. Buy them today! At your local gun and ammo shop? At the Walmart? At the corner store? At the... Bodega? Now, what if I told you that people you think control the gun production and trade don't really control it at all? <laughs> Smith & Wesson? You guys think you're big, huh? Well, let me tell you something right here. You guys are simply trying to keep up. Because a new secret gun manufacturer has prevailed. Actually, it's been in existence for as long as humans walked the earth. One that sits deep in the sub-Saharan Africa. And one that doesn't care about your feelings. <laughs> now, guys... Have you ever accidentally spilled the tea on someone, given the given a, a secret away, just like in casual conversation? Yeah, I, yeah. I've done that. What do you do? You go. Oh, I'm just joking, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some variation of that. Yeah. You generally I'm just, just joking. Make it seem like well, joke. yeah. Turns out the joke was not us, because yes, bananas are deadly weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, don't believe me? Don't believe me? Rasmus is currently pulling something out of his bag. Don't believe me? Pow! (laughs) (laughs) Rasmus, just for the the listeners that are listening, as opposed to the watchers who are watching, can you explain what you've got there? I pulled out a banana and said, pow, because this is gone. But this time I actually am joking, because the security is on. Let me just pull it off. I um, I don't know how to describe that. What I just did. He pulled off the top as if you were gonna peel it, but very dramatically, <laughs> in a short burst. And <laughs> before you ask, I have some pretty convincing evidence right here, and I'll pull it out for you guys because I think you guys need to see this. Yeah, I got these um, blueprints. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I'll <figure. laughs> 
Rasmus, again, please explain to the viewers what you've well, got what there. Because to me, at. it looks like what you're looking you've at. transposed a gun blueprint over the top of a banana. <laughs> what you're looking at is a yellow prime ripe banana superimposed over the schematics of a gun. Um, as you see here, the banana is covered in peel. And that's actually, funnily enough, where the term concealed carry comes from. <laughs> Now what? What in the world could motivate those monsters to export these weapons and spread them across our world like a wildfire? Well, in recent years, Chinese investments have exploded all across the African continent. And guess what? Those Chinese people want something for their money. Yeah. You all heard about the trade war in the USA between USA and China? Yeah. Well, this is just the newest weapon. And Chinese investors in Africa are contributing to the gun violence soaring in in America. Yeah, so what do you think, guys? That's it. That is... Compelling, just, thank you. You'll notice that I've actually taken a bite or two out of that banana. Have yeah. you seen, Have you seen? like, do you know Monty Python? Yeah. There's a really funny Monty Python sketch where it's like self-defense against when a guy attacks you with a piece of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's... Dude, the guy's that's where whole, it comes from. The guy's whole steez is that you just merely steal the banana, eat the banana, thus disarming him. <laughs> and then one of the guys... Well, neutralized, and then bitches. The, and then... They ate the banana. And then at the end, the guy steals his banana and points it back him in at him and the instruction pull, pulls out a gun. It's <laughs> um, well, any question? Not that I would imagine there would be any anything. This is alarming, given that they're in the hands of children. Bananas? Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, most bananas. That's actually why most uh, children need their their closest adult to like uh, take the Sec- safety off. And um, <laughs> well, once you peel it, obviously you've take. It's like. Um, when you dismember a gun, right? Or yeah. like whatever, yeah. you you pick it apart like they mm-hmm. learn how to do it in the military and it's like neutral neutralized. So yeah. Yeah. this is all relying on the fact that nobody is going to hold the in, inner banana, the unconcealed banana, with their hands well, like you, a gun. Well, you never hold a banana like this because you would eat it like this, right? Okay. Again, visual. Visual. Oh, sorry, yeah. So I'm holding the, the little, what is this called? Stem. The, the, the stem. stem, right, is where you open the banana. You never hold it with the stem inside of your hand and the rest of the banana outside your hand. You always well, apparently hold... that's the way they're supposed to be eaten. No, no, There's that's the... with the security on. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. With the safety on, of course. Yeah. Safety, yeah. And that's actually why we don't eat them that Can... way, because they're all supposed to be eaten that way. There's mm. probably people at home laughing at you, Raz, just right now, but... <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> can I... Can you... Can you tell me, what is the main element in bananas? What do we all... What nutrient do we all eat bananas for? Potassium? Potassium. Huh. huh. Potassium or pow-tassium. <laughs> <laughs> the very noise the guns make. Dude, I'm And people talk you. about the weapons industry, and they, they say that they're just printing money. They're like, oh, well, money doesn't grow on trees. Well, the weapon industry <laughs> does. Money quite literally does grow on trees. It does. It does. How do you explain monkeys peeling them from the mm. other side? Yeah. Have you ever seen a monkey shoot anyone? <laughs> Yeah, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Oh shoot! Yeah, that's how they fight it out because the safety's on the other side. I know so they're peeling it the other yeah. way. And monkeys, monkeys are actually monkeys are responsible gun. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, well, well, monkeys are actually a dangerous endangered species. 
because they keep accidentally firing it at themselves <laughs> whenever they and no you know what it is actually and the ones that don't you know how monkeys open a banana the other way from yes. the other way <laughs> they never take the safety off exactly that's yeah. my question yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah well good question good question because we obviously evolved from monkeys didn't we or like apes so that makes a lot of sense that suddenly there are no more of these apes anymore it's because they all shot themselves yes mm. yes yes yeah, yes exactly they were actually if you will a little too sophisticated for their own good oh. yeah sometimes you see people invent things that they don't really know how to use exactly it's like us with That's... the robots yeah exactly yeah. we can't contain monkeys these the boston guns. dynamics robots that we make and that can jump over cars and open doors just the same as the monkeys made guns and then couldn't control them <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> Actually, That's their claim to fame. Monkeys invented bananas. Actually, makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Yeah, I'm sorry, you've said that really sarcastically. I'm not sure in what context does that not oh, make sense. Oh, sorry, my, my bad. Yeah, yeah, Emma, please <laughs> leave this one to well, me. I think, I think, words do a lot of talking. <laughs> my visuals speak for themselves, and for all the listeners out there, <laughs> I've superimposed a yellow banana <laughs> over a gun schematic. I think. It fits perfectly. As it's well. a pretty wild yeah. claim, but I think there's real home. <laughs> yeah, well, the two. I mean, your evidence is undeniable. You've oh, brought in a banana, and then you've, you've brought in that. I pretended to shoot you with it. Can you ex- can you explain how, like, all these different guns, like you see, like big machine guns? Yeah. Is that are they? How are they made? Are they are they like several bananas? Like a, the like the blueprint. For that, do they get find like really big bananas? Is, they have to like yeah. GM yeah. huge bananas I think that, to then get the the molds for the big guns. Yeah. I think this opens up a whole new conversation of what other fruits should we be worried about? <laughs> That's actually don't really get me started. Is there? An, well, 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 the I mean, a lot of fruits have like like what pits if, in them. Yeah. I mean, they always say you like be careful, don't eat the. Don't eat your avocado <gasps> pit. What about what if that's the bit you're meant to no. take out? To well, throw? well, well, think, well wait, wait. Think about I... an avocado. Yeah. Once it's ready, the little stem at the top pops off. I.e., once it's yeah. destabilized, yeah. they always tell us to be very careful with the pit, and they tell us not to cut through it. Yeah. Well, once it's ripe, it's ready to snipe. <laughs> I'm thinking more of well, like I would a grenade like to, scenario. I would actually yeah. like to answer Josh's question because yes, what about machine guns? And I think that's a fair question. That's a fair question. Big that's guns, big bananas are quite small. What's up? I need to. I, Plantains. <laughs> I need to bananas in my type. Plantains. Well, well. What, what I'm going with is, is I'm saying not every not every gun is a banana. Obviously, <laughs> that'd be ridiculous. But have you seen those big? Heaps of bananas, the big, what are those called? A bunch. A bunch, a bunch of bananas. (laughs) I say usually um, a big machine gun has more than one. um, Yeah, sometimes you get those like rotatey ones. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think we've been presented with some undeniable undeniable evidence here, Emma. Yeah. I mean, it is quite alarming to take this information into my daily life, but. Are you going to feel safe walking through a supermarket? I, I don't think I can anymore. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That I think that I might sense. need to raise some awareness on this issue because people are touching things, they're playing around with them, they're checking how yeah. how well they are. Um, 
I don't I don't know. I might I might still feel safe about around like the bruised ones, but I don't think I can ever trust a ripe banana again. Yeah. So just before we throw to a song here, guys, remember next time you're around some fruit, take care. Gun safety is really important. It's really important, guys. With that, we're going to throw to a song. Take care out there. Things are looking up. Time- Been having some chats here in the studio. Emma, did you know that that is Steve from Stranger Things? I did not. Until just now, when you told me during the break. Yeah, that's Steve from Stranger Things. That's Roddy. The song's called Roddy by Joe. DJO. It's a good track. Good track. Mm. And it feels like it could be in Stranger Things, you know? It does feel like that. I feel like it's a good look for him to transition from one to another. He's a sexy man. He's a sexy, sexy man. I don't like his hair. You don't like his hair? Because I feel like... It's a, a storyline in the show, but his hair is like top couple of assets for him. Yeah. He thinks it's his in best. that era, I think. His hair's too much for me. You gotta live in that area though. You gotta buy into that if you Yeah. If you got watch an old timey show. Nah yeah, I guess. Well guys, we've uh it's time for another 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 one. bit of research here. <laughs> so which one's I've been next? doing some. Uh, <clears throat> it's uh, it's my next Rasmus. Okay. So I've been doing some research while I've been here, been been engaging in the local Danish culture. <laughs> one thing I found is, you guys don't have a lot of culture. It's the what instead of culture, <laughs> yeah, instead saying? of culture, it's just beer. <laughs> yeah. And a lot, a lot of your culture, is pinned on your beer and your beer companies and your. Average beer really provides an na- uh, identity for the whole nation, doesn't it? Do you love your beer, man? Do you love your Danish beer? I love my beer. I like my beer. Yeah. You like your Danish beer? You feel so, proud of Danish beer? I'm pretty cultural about it, Yeah, actually. Well, well buddy, what yeah. if I gave you a couple of reasons not to be? In fact, what if I... What if what if something was lurking under the water I like about it. why you shouldn't be I so like proud of beers. Danish beer? I like cold beers. I like cold truth even Yeah, well, better. they... <laughs> That's the thing, man. Cold That's truth the thing. Better. The beers were cold. The beers were really cold. Oh no! How cold and were it, they? Dude, they were as cold as beers can get. They were ice cold, and it's created a couple. It's created a problem. Have you ever thought about the names of the beers in Denmark? Carlsberg. <laughs> to Berg. To Berg? To Borg, but whatever. To Berg? <laughs> what if I told you? What if I told you there was a reason that Berg was at the end of the name of those icy cold beers you like to enjoy? Buddy, those beers aren't made in Denmark. Those beers, they were made in Canada, at the top of the ca- at the top of Canada where it gets mighty cold. What's and just think, back back in the 1900s, 1910s, 1920s, 1930s, around that time, I'm not... What, was it really that effective to bottle up a heap of beers? A heap of beer, was, it, was it that effective? And then put it on a plane? I think I know where you're going with this. <laughs> and then put it on a plane and fly it over? I don't think that was that effective, man. You know, it was, you know it was really cheap? You know it was really cheap? In a in the top of Canada, I can't have refrigeration. A oh, okay. It was pre and freezing. It was pretty easy to turn all that beer into a big bit of ice, 
Yeah, this is where and I thought I was going. Across <laughs> the Atlantic over to Denmark. <laughs> so you had you had your, th- your three big Danish beers: Carlsberg, Tuberg, and Sarasberg. No, <laughs> they took it off. They on. no, they were all called Berg because they were transformed into or frozen into <laughs> icebergs and then towed across the Atlantic over to Denmark so it could be so and fro- or melted down so it could be fro- frozen oh, sorry packaged up sorry I'm getting all mixed up here packaged up and sold <laughs> as regular quote unquote Danish beer <laughs> but 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 didn't work out quite as well as what the old Canadians and da- Canadanians might have been hoping for because one night while they were just tugging along, tug, tug, tugging along, a big <laughs> iceberg of Sarasberg beer. See, that's what Sarasberg beer was. That's what Sarasberg beer was called back in the day. Sarasberg because all the beers were promoting very heavily that they were transported as icebergs. But then they got mixed up in something. They crossed over into the path for commercial transport. What? Not, 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 not freight. They were meant to stay in the freight area. (laughs) And then being tugged under the water with a little corner poking out, they ran in to, that's right, the Titanic. So it's that, so intricate. Just think, just think of all the people that died on the Titanic, man. James Cameron made a, a billion dollar movie out of it. That was a lot of people that died. Alcohol kills. <laughs> Alcohol really does kill. That's where the saying comes from. And I mean, obviously now, Sarah's changed. Sarah's Sarah's Berg beer just changed their name back to Sarah's to like PR disaster. They couldn't yeah. get rid of the Sarah's. They thought they'd distance themselves from icebergs. Yeah. And eventually, Danish people learned to make their own beer. But. It is undeniable that that is what happened. <laughs> it is undeniable for sure. All beer, all Danish beer was produced in Canada, the best beer-making country, transported as icebergs, and Danish beer, or fraudulent Danish beer, is responsible for the sinking of the Titanic. Which, when you think about it, must have led so many families families into alcoholism. Well, your loved ones, loved ones passes away like that. It might have been. Maybe it was a good it takes PR. Takes a toll move. on you. Maybe that's why Tuborg stayed. <laughs> Tuborg. Yeah. And Carlsberg. Well, I mean, we, I mean, a little yeah. more subtle than Carl yeah. Carlsberg. Stone cold. It's we're kind of doing, a fifty-fifty. We're we all do. doing the research here, obviously, together, guys. And it's just occurred to me, maybe this is all some marketing <laughs> ploy. If Sarasberg thought. They'd tow over there, conveniently lay an iceberg for a ship to die and people hence get addicted to alcohol as a as a coping mechanism, they'd suddenly sell a lot more beer, wouldn't they? And as the only Danish beer manufacturer that changed their name and removed the berg, guess as me, if my dad just died on the Titanic, guess which beer I'm buying? I'm not buying one of those ones that still want to celebrate iceberg heritage. True. Whoa. Oh, so they've actually... Iceberg heritage? Whoa. So they've actually actively exploited the catastrophe of Titanic. They sure have, man. Whoa. They sure have. That's so tell, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, Josh, about these uh, <laughs> these beer bergs. How big are they? How much can you uh, tow at one time? How much can you tow at one time? Yeah. 
usually about the size of about three football pitches. That's about <laughs> as big as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's but, what I thought. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah, of Why do manufacturers like Carlsberg continue to promote and celebrate iceberg culture? Is well, it this new climate? Yeah. Well, I guess you just want to... It wasn't their iceberg. No. Oh, it was it just Sarah's. Ter- no, it was just Sarah's. Hence why Sarah's oh, removed the Berg and just became Sarah's. They were two... They were, they were Berg, like two Berg and... Carlsberg yes, at one it. stage, but they've respectfully removed the Berg. Mm. I'm actually getting a little angry. These fucking, whoa, fucking whoa, fat so cats this, this profiting off show. people. No, no, no. I'm getting a little angry. Carlsberg perpetuating this myth. They have a big like factory out in Copenhagen. Big cultural thing. No, it's just a well, defrosting. Well, a lot of the beers made there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, exactly. In the day, that's right. But now they do make a lot of beer. The Danish people oh, finally okay. learned to make beer. But back no. in the day, yeah. they were telling a lot of people that the beer was made there. It's like it's like this. And that the it's like was, it's like yeah. it's like when fucking freaking countries aren't like being honest about their colonial past, right? Yeah. yeah. Profiting off the backs of good, decent citizens to make cash. Makes I it hate feel it. Really bad. It is. It's it makes my makes my blood boil. Mine too. Yeah. Mine too. And it makes you think a lot with these, with all these icebergs that are breaking off, that are breaking off the, um, like there was an iceberg last week the size of the Antarctic, size of Sydney, I believe, that broke off the Antarctic ice shelf. And it makes you think with all these icebergs breaking off, are they really just icebergs? Yeah, it's pretty easy to, to still tow your beer as an iceberg yeah. in the water and then yeah. blame it on global warming. Well, you say, oh, that's not our iceberg. And obviously you're towing it with like submarines that are under the water. So it's real cold. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you just say, oh, it's global warming, breaking off it's icebergs right, yeah, from Antarctica. Very true. Well, you think about the fishing industry and they lose a lot of nets. And you think these are professional fishermen. They're, they do lose a lot of nets. <laughs> yeah, how do you lose a net? As a prof- how can you call yourself a professional yeah. fisherman if you yeah. lose a net? It but seems you like your about- only task would be to tie it to the boat. Yeah, yeah, but that's right. then... That's what they teach on day one of internship at fish school. <laughs> <laughs> then all of these lost, like, bergs, you know, mm. beer bergs, they must all collate together. I mean, we see broken off ones, but who's to say that the North Pole itself is not just a big mm. group of beer bergs that have stuck exactly. together? Exactly. What about... Actually, that's... That's a really good point. And I think you remember, guys, listeners, from a few weeks ago, we spoke about how there aren't actually any real fish left in the water these days. (laughs) What if some of those, due to global warming, which is obviously fake, but for the purposes of this, it's real. What if that's melted some of these beer bergs and hence all the oceans have become slightly alcoholic? That wouldn't be real good for the fish, wouldn't it? It might explain why there were suddenly less fish. That's why there's acidification in the oceans yeah, now. Yeah, and why authorities say that when you're swimming you shouldn't you shouldn't you should try to not drink take in any of the water. Yeah. <gasps> that is fascinating. And why and why none of the big beer companies have any such warnings. <gasps> they want to make your alcoholics. Wow, that is It's a master plan. It works on so many levels. That is startling. It? Did these people have is the, were these times for beer pirates because I imagine it'd be fairly easy to come in as a little beer pirate and cut the chain or the rope or whatever you use to tow this big beer berg with 
Yeah, I imagine so. Obviously, piracy is a pretty big problem. Much have been a, must have been a quite lucrative business to be in, if you're willing to take the risk. Yeah, well, pirates love beer, obviously, and then yeah. <gasps> resale of stolen goods is another big, big... Um, you thought pirates loved rum? If you think that pirates, like, thinking about it, if pirates love beer, you know, but they love, like, treasure... Yeah. More. What treasure? What better treasure is there than a big iceberg? No, of beer? That's what I'm I thinking say. they don't have room in their ships to carry all their treasure and all their goods, and enough beer to sail a couple months at sea. They can't. There's no like stocking points if you're traveling exactly. for so long. You have to two, come across two birds, beer. one stone, or should I say, two bergs, one, <laughs> one stone? Oh no, tragic. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I think you can even um, you can even delve into stuff like using because if you have a big, I imagine it's a cube of beer, frozen beer. Right? Yes, it is a cube. Yeah. You could if you tie a pouch to a big cube of ice or beer ice, that would preserve the food. And one of the reasons that ships couldn't go out for a long times is because you didn't have any way of like conservation. <gasps> it's a one in one. You get yeah. you get a cu- you get ice. Like in it's yeah. like and a, you get beer. It's like a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. As you actually mentioned, them obviously as well, when you're on the, when you're sailing the seven seas as a pirate, there isn't a lot of shade, so you would need a good way of cooling down. But what have you got behind you? A big old iceberg. Just well, cut off a little bit, rest on your forehead, and then as it melts, just let just drink all the beer that drips down off your nose. I'd also think you. I mean, for preservation purposes, you never hear about pirates stealing salt. Yeah. You know, during those times, they didn't need to. Exactly. There's also not a lot of straight-edge pirates, and that's quite obviously because they're, they're drinking a lot. And where are yeah. they getting all that beer from? The birds, Straight-edge pirate community is pretty small, if we're being honest. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stella's having a grand old time. Stop! <laughs> well, we're going to head to another song while we get her some worms medicine, but uh, we'll be back after the break. We've uh, been running some numbers here in the studio. <laughs> and uh, it turns out there aren't there aren't actually any listeners at the moment. But that doesn't matter, because this is available as a podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we are on Spotify. Can uh, obviously you know that if you if you're hearing this, because the only way you could have heard this is <laughs> on Spotify. But if you want to listen to the show, remember every week it's going up on Spotify. Spotify doing huge numbers. And it's live. Yeah, and it's live here. Again, well, they know that as well. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. No, they, these know. people don't know that. So that's a good point. Yeah. Guys, if you're listening to this on Spotify, remember, you can listen to us live. And we see a little red number for everyone that tunes in, which mm-hmm. uh, we'd love at the moment. We'd <laughs> love to, I'd love to, to see some red numbers. We make one of those YouTube videos where at the end of the video, it's every single subscriber. Have you seen those? Yeah. No. What? There's people with small accounts at the end of their videos will list every single <laughs> account that follows them. Oh, to be like, cool. thank you for following. Oh, so you get a little shout out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm kind of thirsty from all that beer talk. Thirsty for a hot glass of truth. Um, wow, this background music is very daunting right now. Um, I will start my pitch with a little question. Yeah. What is your favorite type of cheese, Josh? My favorite type of cheese, mozzarella. I'm not big on flavor. I'm not big on flavor. I um, I do struggle with stronger che- cheeses. 
I quite often I find myself overwhelmed by parmesan. I'm big Me into too. flavor. Not always cheese though. Not always cheese. I like the consistency of mozzarella. I do like the consistency, the stretchiness. It's delightful. All good answers. Um, Rasmus, what is your favorite kind of cheese? Well, not that anyone wouldn't know this, but it's obviously a hot slice of pecorino. <laughs> a hot slice? You heat that pecorino up? You I hate would that eat pe- it up. Pecor- I, eat, I eat it cold, I eat it hot, I eat it at any temperature. The taste <laughs> is delicious, the taste is good. I think we can all agree that we're a bunch of cheeseheads. I'm a cheese head for sure. <laughs> In fact, many millions of people around the world are fans of cheese. However, there's a... F- many millions? <laughs> yeah. There are 8 billion people in the world. I and said, we're not even going to go into the billions of people. I said millions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I can't. I, I don't sh- want to make a... This is truth. I don't want to overclaim. No, I get it. There's a lot of vegans these days. However, there's a particular variety of cheese with certain attributes that just don't add up. Any (laughs) guesses? Hmm. What's the deal? Nah, that all makes sense to me, but go on. I'm intrigued. Me too. I'm intrigued. Cheese too. Swiss. Hmm. Now, the Swiss people aren't particularly bad, but I think their signature cheese is being used for dangerous purposes. Consider this. Why does Swiss cheese have holes in it? When you go to the store, why is Swiss cheese the only cheese with holes in it? As I was researching, I found something increasingly sinister about Swiss cheese, something I had never heard in my life, which only further validated my hunch. (laughs) The holes in Swiss cheese have a name, a nickname, if you will. They're called eyes. And a Swiss cheese without these holes is called a blind cheese. We all know that the rise of the surveillance state is a huge issue in the digital age. Governments. (laughs) (laughs) Governments. No. No, no, no. Governments and public entities are cracking down on privacy. End-to-end encryption is becoming ever more popular. But governments have to get their information somehow. They can't just force (laughs) Facebook and Instagram to give over their data. They can't just watch us through our computer and phone cameras anymore. They've had to come up with another means of watching us. They know what we know. They know that we know what they're up to. (laughs) Government purchasing orders are easily accessible, so they've had to get creative. Which brings me to my theory. We're all smart enough. (laughs) This wasn't it. (laughs) We're all smart enough to know that these holes aren't caused by carbon dioxide production in the cheese. No. These holes aren't created by any chemical reaction at all. In fact, they're man-made. And they're not man-made in Switzerland. Oh, no. They're made on our soil, in our home countries, promptly upon arrival. (laughs) Why are these holes created, you ask? The term eyes didn't come from nowhere. In fact, the Swiss are filling their cheeses with tiny surveillance devices, particularly small, indistinct cameras and microphones. And once these tech-filled cheeses arrive on Big Brother's door, people are assigned to remove the devices before they're sent to market. What do they use? Round, cylindrical tools. Scooping the devices right out of the cheese before anyone gets a whiff of what they're up to. Why else would Swiss cheese be the poster image of the cheese industry as a whole? No one ever draws a block of cheese without holes in it, do they? This is a secret tactic to further our conception of the otherwise bland and far inferior cheese. 
It's psychological warfare. As long as we're consuming Swiss cheese, the surveillance devices keep rolling in, eager to be planted all around us, watching our every move. The only way to stop this crisis? To stop ourselves and resist any and every chance at consuming Swiss cheese. If you want to enlighten your friends and family on this issue, I suggest you share this information with the hashtag ResistTheSwiss. <laughs> well, this is very, very, very important information. Well, I was like, any what? striking questions? Here? I am going vegan for sure. <laughs> Well, I would. Um, well, you all know how uh, the Danish Commission, the EU, imposed a big fine on the big data companies, Facebook, Google, mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. Is she? You know, because I don't remember any big Swiss cheese companies. No, I don't think that. I don't think it's fined. really come to the public. That's the thing is they know that they're not going to just be able like the same as weapons. Like we know when people are buying weapons, we know when something is being imported, but. Mm. If you hide that import in a big old block of cheese that already is supposed to have holes in it. Hiding in plain cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Hiding in plain old cheese. Very good, very good. It doesn't it just doesn't make sense. What where else are you gonna plant something where like hollowness is already going to be expected? Old logs? Old logs? I mean, how much? How much log? How many logs do we need? But Swiss cheese. Yeah, everyone pe- needs that. Everyone yeah. needs it yeah. all over the world. People are consuming it, and no one's gonna bat an eye. All the whole, all the holes are different sizes for different devices. I'll tell you what. If anything makes me uncomfortable, is the government knowing what's in my fridge. <laughs> I wouldn't want anyone to know what's in my fridge. Let alone the what's, government. What's in your fridge, man? What's <laughs> well, in your fridge? I don't want anyone to know because it's embarrassing. Okay, there's no one listening. <laughs> Four Red Bulls and a rotten piece of tomato or whatever. Yeah, I've and got I, like a really old I don't avocado. want the government to know that. I'm awaiting a security approval right now from the foreign minister for my internship. I don't want, I don't want them to know what's sitting in my fridge. Well, the thing is, I think that you are, you're getting a little confused because these devices don't make it to your fridge. They're taken out of the cheese mm. and then planted all around you oh, in daily oh, life. Oh. That's why they're so small. That's even scarier. Yeah. Fucking... They don't know what's in your fridge, but they know everything. So where's this else. intel going? What's this intel going? The Swiss, you... Swiss government? No, 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 no. Being the sold? Swiss government. I don't think it's well, even I the mean, Swiss government. I what's think... Switzerland famous for? Banks. They're the money capital of the world. It didn't no. appear to me that Switzerland is collecting all this data <laughs> and selling it. How would how would Switzerland get so rich otherwise? They, they don't do have anything say, else. They do say data is the new. What currency. else do they have? No. Yeah, they do say that. Yeah, they do say that. Yeah, I, I mean, they have to explain it somehow, and I think that all of these highly valuable objects stuffed into cheese, which I mean, I don't, I think for the pride of their country, I don't think any other country would prevent them from producing Swiss cheese, and it's well loved everywhere. Yeah, obviously everybody loves Swiss cheese. I mean, we all may not love it, but like sometimes we all, there's always a moment when you're like, hmm, am I gonna get some Swiss today? You pass over the Gouda, you pass over the Pepper Jack, you just grab the. You grab the Swiss because it's cute and what's your what you're used to and what you've been taught to know and love. What you've been taught to know and love. Yeah, it's it's the poster child of the cheese industry. Yeah. With all the holes and everything. Yeah, that's a good point. I all mean, my, all my is... cartoons of my eating cheese. Yeah. Include, include, um, like Swiss cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, guys, after that amazing discovery, we're gonna throw to another song and we'll be back to have a little chat about some of the week's big news. What's up? 
<laughs> anyway, you're the you're the you're the artist on that mo- most recent track. Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, good track. <laughs> Tell us about its formation, man. Yeah. Um, what do I have to say? Yeah. Yeah. Big love to everyone. Big love to the Latinos. Big love to the Latinos. And the Latinx. Oh, La- good. Oh, I thank thought you. it was pronounced Latinsk. <laughs> Latinx. I thought you just Latinsk. Latin. Latinx. No. Like getting something stuck. Absolutely not. You're. Latinsk. No, I'm fairly sure it's Latinsk. Okay, anyway. Okay. Well, uh, we'll call that one an agree to disagree. <laughs> anyway, guys, we're just going to go over some of the week's news. Yeah. Guys, I'd it's love been to. a big week. It's been a big week. Not just for us, it's been a big week for the world. Big week, yeah. big week for big, been a big, a world big three in people. Interplanetary <laughs> politics. Guys, James Benford from the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, or SETI. That's their acronym. SETI, the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. He believes that co-orbitals, which are rocks or other things circling the sun with us, could potentially have been bugged by aliens to listen in to us here on Earth. Guys, what are we thinking of this? For me, for me, I've got no doubt about that. I think, well, I just recently read something that um, Saturn, they've just Mm. discovered 20 new moons on Saturn. So I'm thinking that how could not just co-orbitals, but things orbiting our beloved planets, if they're increasing as time goes on, then how how are they getting there if not Mm. for being planted? I think this whole whole thing goes a little deeper than that. You've heard about... um, Elon Musk shooting Tesla's out into space. Yeah, I've heard of I that. I think he struck a deal with the extraterrestrials. Oh. Yeah. I think he wants some intel on us humans that can only come from extraterrestrials. Wow. <laughs> you know oh, what, what I wouldn't do for Tesla as well? <laughs> I'd give up my whole family for a freaking Model S. <laughs> Turbo? Incredible mode. Not to mention the new Roadster. <laughs> Tour sponsor Tesla. That's this week's sponsor Tesla. Not to mention Sub Recruiter. <laughs> Throwback. Have Tesla given us a discount code for this week, Rasmus? Uh, yes, it is uh, ET20 for 20% <laughs> off on your first Roadster. It's Elon and the Terrestrials 20. 1.9 seconds for 0 to 60. <laughs> Sounds pretty good to me, folks. Sounds pretty good to me. You're telling me the discount code isn't just like tweeting at people that they're a pedo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, well, obviously, I mean, the, the intelligence about the rest of human, the human society wouldn't be able to come from... Elon's own well, sparkling personality would, wouldn't, be, well, would, wouldn't be what's going to help find out about other well, people. How would Elon get from, you said it was zero to 60? No, no, the new Roadster gets no. from 0 to 60. So 0 to 60, zero to 60 but the real thing quick. is, real quick, but these, the thing yeah, is, Elon must only have somewhat of a understanding of these aliens, because they must be able to get to, like, 0 to light year well, in not one t- a I, couple seconds. You don't have this from me, but people have talked about Elon being an alien himself. Oh. But I can I can neither confirm or deny that. I wouldn't Someone's know. helping that guy out. For, for sure. sure, yeah. Yeah. What else is in the news, Josh? Guys... Ellen DeGeneres is in the news this week. She was pictured at a football... Oh, oh, she put it on Twitter herself. She was at a football match sitting next to George W. Bush, former US president. People aren't real happy about this. Well... But... And people think it wouldn't make, make a lot of sense. Why would Ellen... 
who is a very famous lesbian woman, sit next to someone that hated LGBT people as much as George Bush. I'll tell you why. She's obviously a robot sent out and controlled by George W. Bush. Yes, yes, yes. So what other what other politicians? What other politicians could be? What other politicians could, or sorry, well, celebrities? Can I just can I talk? Can I talk into this theory real yeah, quick? Because I actually got my theory actually connects yeah. to that kind of. Have you guys ever noticed that George W. Bush and Ellen DeGeneres actually look a lot like each other? What? Yeah, they've got the same haircut. They both have really small <gasps> heads as well. Yeah, both they have really small really, heads. Really leathery. And you know how that evil doctor from that movie has like a mini me. Which is oh, a version that looks exactly yeah. like From him. Austin Powers? From Austin Powers. Oh. <gasps> I'm thinking, I'm thinking, George I'm thinking Bush. that Ellen DeGeneres might be George Bush's mini-me. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you thought when George Bush was like, I need I need a me, I need a version of me with one disarming quality. He was like, well, height's been done. I've got to make a lesbian. Well, they'll never, <laughs> no, they'll never figure no. that out. I think that it might have just been like, I mean, cl- like cloning and then you're shrinking something. There's odds. There's like a big chance of mistake there. It's not going to be a perfect clone, which is why <laughs> yeah. Ellen's not a perfect clone. And she happens to be a lesbian, but. It might make perfect sense because who else is attracted to women? George Bush. That's perfect. Whoa. He they he they got the key elements wrong. They just got her gender wrong. It's not her sexuality. <laughs> and who's to say what gender is wrong, right? It's not wrong and right in this world. In a mini me doesn't make much sense to me. <laughs> a mini me created a mini P. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We, lo- we love a conspiracy in the sporting world, don't we, Brassens? We do love a conspiracy we love in the a conspiracy sporting world. world yeah. And the sporting world has been well and truly rocked by oh, a conspiracy yes. today. There's certain Rebecca. You're, you're up on this. Am I not oh, so much? Oh, I am. I am. You, yes, just, I, I you am. just caught up. So for no, those, Rasmus told me earlier. Yeah. So for those who aren't aware, the wife of Wayne Rooney, Colleen Rooney, today or over the past few months has launched a bit of a conspiracy a bit of a covert operation of her own <laughs> she suspected Jeez. someone from her inner circle was leaking things to the press so she did so she blocked everyone from seeing her private instagram stories except this one person posted a heap of lies and watched them all get spilled to the sun and then today outed this person on twitter who is Rebecca Vardy, the wife of another English prominent footballer, yeah. football striker. Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy. Guys, thoughts on launching covert conspiracy operations against co-workers, big fan, friends, big catching fan. them out. Oh, yeah, big Huge fan. fan. For sure, Huge big fan. fan. I think... Um, I think that Colleen, Var- uh, Colleen Rooney is actually... She must... There must be something dirty on her because I wouldn't. You wouldn't launch it anywhere like that if if you weren't yourself a little deep into something, right? Yeah. You think she's got I think more it's to a cover hide? Up, maybe for sure, a cover, a up. cover up. Yeah, definitely. Like pet, like she's she's been leaking it to the sun herself, and this is now a free or job. She she's been leaking it to the sun. What about she's been leaking it to the sun? <laughs> <laughs> what? Cheese. Cheese. Swiss cheese. <laughs> oh, oh, thank cheese. you. Thank you for explaining that to yeah. yeah. It's okay. something to think on for next week, for something sure. Something to think on for next week. For anyway, sure, yeah. guys, this has been a really fun episode. As we said, a little bit of a skeleton crew, but I think we've made it through okay. 
We haven't had to throw to any extra songs this time, Filler. Thanks to all or one of our listeners tonight. We've really appreciated your support. It's been really beautiful. And, um, well, Rasmus, any parting words from you? Um, no. Oh, I guess, yeah. Why not? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Emma. Farewell. Well, stay woke, guys. Stay woke. Keep watching out. Don't let the bedbugs get you.